0: Tune in to On The Schmooze to listen as I ask deep questions to elicit untold stories about leadership and networking. And where can people subscribe? Find the show at ontheschmooze.com or on marketingpodcast.net, or just search for it wherever you get your podcasts. You heard them. Go subscribe. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy. Welcome to the Collective Cafe, a virtual coffee experience which takes place every single Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in both Alpha Collectives Discord, that's discord.gg forward slash alpha collective and startup clubs house in Clubhouse. It's free. It always will be free. There are no strings attached. There is no bait and switch, lurk or listen only, chat with one another in our back chat, or even come onto stage. The coffee shop is open for business. Whether you're on the treadmill, getting the kids ready for school, getting yourself ready for work, commuting into the big bad city, or maybe just even commuting from your bedroom to your home office. On Monday, we manifest. On Tuesday, we talk thought leadership. On Wellness Wednesday, we discuss mental health, wellness, and life skills. On Thursday, we do live book reads and discussions with the author. And then on Friday, it's No Agenda Friday where there is no agenda. Start your day off on the right foot, on the front foot with virtual coffee, with the collective cafe where we mastermind, we manifest, we collaborate, we help one another at the business of web three or anything else that intersects whether it's culture collaboration creativity innovation disruption entrepreneurship or coaching so give us a subscribe bits.ly forward slash collective cafe to go or a review on your favorite podcast platform if you're listening on demand or of course join us every day live it is addictive and remember it is a safe welcoming space and you will never, ever be put on the spot. This is Alpha Collective's Collective Cafe. My name is Joseph Jaffe. Well, good morning, good morning, everyone. Good morning, Jeffrey. Good morning, everyone in our Discord. Looks like uh, an, an old face, an old face. I'm saying old face. Uh, uh, Tim, haven't seen you in a little bit, which uh, which I hope means you've been busy. Um, because i know that who would want to stay away from me (laughs) who would want to stay away from the collective cafe good morning to christopher and to Rhonda. it is a monday morning a monday morning where who knows what's going to happen this week the world continues to spin a little out of control um i you know for my sins spent way too much time uh listening on twitter or clubhouse um to just uh, I don't know, chaos and madness. Um, but we are going to talk about um, manifestations, motivations. We're going to talk about um, networking, actually, today. Um, I'm going to get there in a moment. As always, I um, I talk a little bit about what my week looks like, or at least I should be doing that. Uh, and this is what my calendar looks like this week. Um, today is an insane day. <clears throat> There's just a lot of yeah, uh, 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 Jeffrey says, "What's the agenda for today?" Well, the agenda today is we're going to talk about networking. Uh, we're going to talk about networking at conferences, at parties, um, and and just dealing with the the <laughs> the ickiness of networking. Um, and maybe just in talking it out with all of you, uh, it might uh, you know it might get a little bit easier. And it's actually with good with good cause because you know as I said, this is what my week looks like. Today is a, a lot of uh, EOS related stuff. My Mondays generally are EOS related stuff, which is training and reading and preparing and and um, and work working as well with the with the greater group. You know, sometimes we do business business development sessions. Sometimes we do role playing exercises. Um, but there is definitely a lot of various maybe eight or nine different types of eos uh, events actually it's a very big eos week for me because tomorrow i'm doing what's called focus day for a new client which is which is a full which is the very first paid session in the eos journey and then on wednesday i'm doing what's called vb1 which is vision building day one which is the second which is the second iteration in in so this my so one client it's my second session a second client it's my first session um, and, uh, and then more of the same Thursday and Friday. But uh, two other things that are interesting. One is I'm actually doing a mastermind this week, um, Monday through Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m. in the evening. Um, it's actually being done, um, organized by Jeffrey Hazlett. Jeffrey Hazlett, the former chief marketing officer of uh, Kodak, uh, he now runs this uh, network called the C-Suite Network. And I'm actually a participant, and the the funny thing is, I've actually never participated in a mastermind before. I did not even know what a mastermind was before COVID, um, which is very interesting too. I had no idea, um, and suddenly everyone was talking about it. There were so many coaches and pseudo coaches, and to be honest with you, scammer coaches out there selling their courses and their, and peddling their wares. And, and so the word mastermind was thrown around very liberally. Um, and so I'm going to be attending my first mastermind this week, which is really all designed around how I can personally connect the dots and monetize and scale a lot of the ideas that I have, a lot of the initiatives, whether it's the Collective Cafe in the morning, whether it's Alpha Collective as a premium community you know as a professional organization helping marketers with web 3 ai and whatever comes next hell even figuring out how to uh, how to operationalize my six books so i'm excited to go through it and and of course i'm going to share with all of you some of the findings and then next week i'm going to be um in orlando for the uh, association of national advertisers what's called the masters of marketing and um and And then the following week I'm going to be uh, presenting to eO in Cape Town and South Africa uh, Cape Town and, and Johannesburg uh, on EOS and what's called the talk, which is a 90 minute overview uh, of how to get a grip on your business six keys to getting what you want from your entrepreneurial company so you know the whole essence is run your business as opposed to your business runs you so there's going to be a lot of networking uh upcoming for me but next week in particular um, Tuesday through Friday I'm going to be uh, with four to five thousand marketers and sales people and technology people and people that are trying to connect with marketers generally it is the panacea for marketers and um, and you know that I have a tremendous sense of anxiety at these events so I found a, an article this morning that actually t- uh, talks about Networking for introverts. That was in the Economist, um, and um, you know, it says making the business of meeting strangers marginally less awful. I'm not an introvert. I, I'm actually like I've realised that if if I'm anything, if I had to diagnose myself, um, I'm what's called um, an extroverted introvert, um, in the sense that I actually kind of love being by myself. I love myself. I don't mean it in a narcissistic way. I mean. I, I I'm I'm comfortable with myself. I'm comfortable being in my own company. Um I don't get that lonely. Um, you know, I, I amuse myself at the best of times. Um I when I create, I'm keeping myself busy. I keep myself busy. And uh but there are times when I just want to be away from people, I don't want to be near people. And it happens often sometimes I'll be at a party and I might even be the life of the party and then just something switches off inside me and I just want to run away. I just want to be away from people. Like suddenly the same people that, that I was just loving being around, they like almost, I almost like feel like they kind of, <laughs> repulse me is probably a very strong word. Um, they don't repulse me, but they just, I suddenly feel like, oh, I just got to get away from these people. It's a weird thing. <clears throat> and I actually think maybe, um, it is what 's called being an extroverted introvert, but when it comes to being at an event and a party, I know what to do i just don 't like doing it you know i know you know i go to the bar and someone 's at the bar and you make small talk and you 're like oh what are you drinking and uh you know and um and uh like i you find something awkward to say. And it's part of the game, right? It's part of the game. You you get it, you know, you know. It, like in in many respects as well, it's almost like this idea of, um, well, first of all, you can't be upset, right? You can't be upset if someone comes up to you and tries to start talking to you. It's like, well, why are you here in the first place? Why are you even at this event in the first place? Um, if <laughs> if this is how you're going to be, so so you you start a conversation, but there are certain it's the weirdest thing. They're like eyes. They're like obvious questions, and I just, to this day, still like marbles in my mouth. I still struggle to get to get you know the words out, and the and and the questions are the most simplest questions in the world. It's what do you do for a living, and oh, you know EOS. What's that or EOS or you know, I used to, uh, my company was called Evolution and it was spelled E-V-O-L-H-T-I-O and there was like evolution, evolution, what, what is what is that? And I just couldn't, and to this day, I still just struggle because it, is, it, is it a rote line? Is it a line that I should learn off by heart and just be so, you know, goddamn efficient at it? I mean, how many times does it take to to practice a 10-second opener I mean, I'll tell you how many times it takes in a minute—six uh, times—and sixty in an hour. Like you should be able to just sit down for one hour, put on the timer, and just nail that line so much so that it feels completely natural. Like even include a little bit, of, um, uh, you, know, um, you know, just a few like hesitation. Um, uh, you know, gee, I've never been asked that question before. Um, and 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 just get into the business of. Business because that's what you're doing at the end of the day. So, you know, what's EOS? Um, I struggle. I just struggle. I still struggle with it. I'm like, well, it stands for the entrepreneurial. Op- I'll do it with you. You know, it, it's the entrepreneurial operating system. Oh, what's that? Well, I help business owners get what they want from their business. Now, actually, this is what I should be doing. What I should be doing is saying, I help business owners get what they want from their business and then pause and wait for them to come and say, well, what does that mean? Well, that's, that's easy. Now I say, well, I, you tell me, what do you want from your business? And once I've got you talking about what you want from your business, the next question is, well, what are you not getting from your business or what's standing in your way? So that is a very that is let's call it you know path one, right? The other path is simply to be able to say, um, "Oh, EOS." It stands for the entrepreneurial operating system. Are you familiar with the with EOS? If they say yes, well, that's easy. Then I'll say, "Well, what do you know about EOS?" Right? Th- then it's a different conversation. If they say no. Well, now you have to explain a little bit what, it, what EOS does. And so in my case, I'd be, I help, right? I help business owners, entrepreneurs, and their leadership teams get what they want from their business so they can run a better business and live a better life. It seems so easy when I'm saying it to you, but it's so hard in that moment, as I say, like marbles in my mouth. Now, you'll notice the approach is to say, help them get what they want them from their business. There are other paths. You know, I help businesses become vision, traction, healthy. You know, and by vision, I mean, and by traction, I mean, and by healthy, I mean, right? What do we mean by vision? We mean the entire leadership team getting on the same page in terms of where the business is heading and how to get it there because here's the insight the inside is the vision is inside all of your heads, but you may not necessarily all be on the same page about the exact vision, the manifestation of it, the execution of it. So that's the little secret stuff. Then traction is accountability and discipline. And I can tell you again from personal experience that the one thing that entrepreneurs really lack is discipline and accountability especially if they're the visionary type. And then healthy is team health, team cohesiveness, team harmony, everyone rowing in the same direction. Again, it seems so easy when I'm telling it to you, but in that moment, you don't have the time to even get that far. And by the way, there's something inherently challenging about that whole conversation. At no point in time, Did I actually, you know, did I make it about you? This is all about me. This is what I do. This is how I help. How do I even know you need my help? What I'm trying to do is to kind of flip that script a little bit. Well, I can tell you what I do, but more importantly, I'd like to find out what do you do? Tell me a little bit about your business. Well, I do X, Y, and Z, A, B, and C. Well, that sounds incredible. How are things going? Things are going great. Things are going amazingly well, right? Two ways you can approach that. Well, that's fantastic. You might be the first entrepreneur in history that, uh, you know, that somehow figured out how to achieve the, the smooth sailing route. Most entrepreneurs have challenges on a day-to-day basis. I mean, that's a cheeky, snarky uh, you know approach. But for the most part... Once you have someone talking about themselves, and once you have someone articulating what's keeping them up in bed at night, and you can ask the question if I may be so bold, if I may ask what's keeping you up in bed you know I'll tell you it's funny because that question's a weird question for me, because you know I used to be a buyer, used to run interactive media chide day at an agency. And I never liked it when people out of the blue would just come up to me and go, tell me about your pain. I'd be like, I don't even know you. Why should I share with you my pain? So that's the negative. But the positive is, if you can at least establish that little bit of rapport, um, once you have someone articulating their pain or their frustrations or, you know, I, and I like the question, which is, how's everything going at the moment? These are challenging times. When you say these are challenging times, you in a way normalize the fact that if they're going through a challenging time, then they're normal. Man, the world is spinning out of control. These are challenging times. How's business going right now? It can't be easy being in the XYZ business, coming out of COVID, dealing with the new normal. The new workplace, the the hybrid, you know, hybrid world. Dealing with the the Great Resignation, it can't be easy. Business is not easy. Or, you know, what about fun? Is it f- that's another weird question? If you get, you know, are you having fun right now? How's life? Well, life is challenging. Why is it like what? So once you're in that. That path, in that path, you don't even have to, in my case, introduce EOS. You don't even have to get to that. And at some point you can go, would it be a terrible thing if I could help you? Would it be a bad thing if I could help you? I think I can help you if you're open to it. By the way, the other question is this idea of what do you do for a living? And I just struggle with it. I don't like saying I'm a business coach. I'm a leadership coach. I mean, I do, but I, you, you know, it's more than that. Um, I've enjoyed saying I'm a talk show host. I am a talk show host. In fact, one of the chapters of my new book is "Hello, I'm Joseph Jaffe, and I'm a talk show host." I am. I'm a talk show host. I'm a teacher at NYU. I'm an author. I just wrote my sixth book. I'm an entrepreneur. I have a community called Alpha Collective. I'm a business and leadership coach. That's too many things. It's too many things. You may just think that I'm crazy, that I'm all over the show, that I'm, you know, spread too thin. So I struggle with uh, with what's the opener. I like to do things in three. I'm a talk show host. I'm an author. And I'm a business coach. Too much. I'm a talk show host and a business coach. Still doesn't struggle. I don't know what the answer is. Still don't know what the answer is. Then uh, I have another, there's another angle too, which is my why statement. I help high aspiring individuals, business owners, and their teams get unstuck, return to growth, and become forever changed. But the why statement doesn't sound, it doesn't work in a, in a, Two people sitting at the bar. It doesn't work in a networking situation unless I come in and I just say, "I help people get unstuck." Do you need any unsticking? I like that angle, by the way. That feels a little bit more um, feels a little bit more me. I help individuals and their teams get unstuck. Let me ask you a question: Do you need unsticking? What would you say if someone said that to you? I mean, there's a little bit of personality there. There's a little bit of life. It's not something you might expect. I kind of like that idea. Because if you give me a chance, what do you mean by unstuck? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. In March of 2020, which... You know, you may seem to recall something, certain something happened around about then. I was I started a talk show called Corona TV to help people that were stuck at home, literally, or stuck in general. Today that show is called Joseph Jaffe is not famous. It has become my life force. I've had over five hundred, maybe even six hundred guests on the show. Like Carol Baskin and Patrick Fabian, who played Howard Hamlin on Better Call Saul, and PNG's Mark Pritchard, and, and yada, 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 and Tom Peters and Dan Pink. I also recently started coaching business teams, businesses, or leadership teams through an incredible system called EOS. But enough about me. Tell me about you. That's a different angle. These are all different angles, and yet I still struggle. It's only easier for me now because I'm actually articulating it to you, because I'm actually sharing it with you, because I'm actually just talking about it now. And I promise you I'll be in the car and I'll go through this a hundred times and I'll be sitting on the plane and I'll be in my hotel room. It doesn't get easier. It should, but it doesn't. But I think a path to making it a little bit more tolerable and easier is to do what I'm doing now. Maybe something you might want to do, especially if you regard yourself as an introvert. Number one, people are going to ask you generic statements. What do you do? What do you do for a living? And sometimes people are really like... some. Sometimes people ask questions... And the questions are themselves actually already leading questions. Hey Tim, what do you do for a life? What? What? Do you mean what do I do for a living? No, what do you do for a life? What do you do? What do you do that energizes you? What do you do that gives you that? What that feeds your life force? It could be your business. I'm just curious. That's a different. That that's an what I would call almost like an offensive. Not offensive, like you offended me, but that's offense versus defense. But for the most part, I think we can sit back and we can say, look, generally people are either going to ask us a general question, which is what do you do for a living? Or they're going to look at your your name tag, they're going to look at the company, and they're going to say, huh, Outpace Enterprises, what's that? hmm, EOS, what's that? And, of course, they've mispronounced it. You know, in some cases, this is when I wish that it said Coca-Cola or, you know, IBM. And then it would be, what do you do for them? Oh, I'm in marketing. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm in engineering. Oh, I'm the chief marketing officer. Ooh, just the person I was trying to pitch. I mean, meet, I mean, uh, connect with. (laughs) So in a way, it's hard being an entrepreneur. It's hard being a solo entrepreneur. It's hard coming into the situation when no one's actually heard of the company that you work for. Or maybe no one's even heard of you. It's great to have a little bit of notoriety, I've been lucky enough in my life before before covid I would generally not be at an event unless I was speaking at the event which wasn't like an arrogant thing it just I was just busy so people would be like you know they would do double takes they would be like wait weren't you weren't you the keynote yeah yeah I'll I'm presenting later today oh awesome So it was always that little bit of name recognition was easy. But yet I was still, you know, everyone's always trying to sell. So even meeting me, I'm trying to think, well, you know, maybe you'd be interested in hiring me for your next event or I actually have a consultancy. But it was definitely easier when when people would come up to me as opposed to me have to come up to them. So I think let's take a step back and let's kind of almost um create the journey. Let's call it the let's call it maybe uh today if I had to give this a name it would, we would call it um the networking journey. Like a consumer journey, right? I'm going to type the networking journey. Um you know it begins by it, it begins by you being in your hotel room. You're in your hotel room and you got to have a plan. What's your plan? What's the goal here? What's the goal? Your goal is, I mean, I've made the mistake so many times. You know, and I'm like I'll go and I'll just almost just try and accumulate business cards, but it doesn't hold it doesn't hold any purpose. I mean, you want because you almost feel like I need to produce x number of business cards to show that this was worth my while, worth my time. This was important, you know, like I need X amount of leads. You, you're going in there and you're in your own head and you're like looking at metrics. And some of those metrics are important, but you can't let the metrics force the conversation in many respects. So I've done that many times where I'm almost just accumulating business cards. I can sit on the plane and I can say, it was great meeting you and et cetera. And most of those people are never going to respond again because the conversations were not necessarily meaningful. So if I had a metric, I think my metric would be meaningful conversations as opposed to business cards. I might even actually say that in a networking, I have the the personality to say, you know, i got to tell you, I've got an internal metric that I've created today for this event. And my metric is meaningful conversations. I hope we have a meaningful conversation right now. How would you define a meaningful conversation? That's my hook. That's my hook. That's my little... You know, maybe that is my hook, meaningful conversation. Would you regard this as a meaningful conversation right now? Well, not yet. Well, what would have to happen for this to become a meaningful conversation? How about, how about this? How about you tell me, what are you looking for at this conference? Or how can I help you? Or how can we help each other? Is there a way for us to help each other? There might not be. But is there? Wouldn't that be awesome? Is there maybe someone I could introduce you to? What are you looking for at this event? And to me, that's a much better way to handle. So it's almost like you need to sit down... uh, I'm looking at Tim. Tim said, uh, when you say EOS, <laughs> EOS, right? Has anyone said, oh, the new electric Mercedes-Benz? No, because, you know, I am not electric. I am electric when I present I'm electric. People say I'm electric, but, you know, that's just people saying. No, because it isn't E-O- EOS, it's E-O-S. So theoretically, and and, and and that's the funny thing as well, right? So let me just take a step back, which is, this is the challenge, right? The challenge is that when I represent Outpace Enterprises, so Outpace Enterprises, Outpace is a group of um, implementers. You know, implementers are the coaches. We are franchisees as an implementer. We implement EOS. So, So Outpace is eight, you know, eight is... Outpace is eight of us, or are, no, Outpace is eight of us that have informally banded together bands of brothers and sisters to collaborate, to share and pool resources like session room, you know, best practices, etc., cetera, et cetera, But it gets really technical when suddenly it's like, well, actually, I work with seven other implementers at Outpace we implement EOS, but actually I work for myself. You've lost them. I've lost them. I've lost myself. So in a way, sometimes that that actual name tag is a conversation deterrent. It's not a conversation starter. I almost want to get to the point where I actually where it says company and I go. I help you get what you want. <laughs> what does that mean? Why can't you do that? Why can't my business card say, I help entrepreneurs get what they want? Why can't that be on my card? It can, it should be. If I don't think in this case, if explaining outpace enterprises is too complicated, or once people are saying EOS, I mean, I suppose, you know, Tim, when someone says EOS, EOS, They're already saying they don't know what EOS is. As you said, people don't care much you know until they know how much you care. So when networking, I'm reading what you said, it is a chance to care about others. I agree. Absolutely. And in my way, I've always been in my head. I've always been in my head. I would suggest don't focus on the structure. No one cares that there are seven people, that there are 10, uh, 1099. Did you choose that number? Like, uh, like strategically, people that work together. What they want to know is, is what they want to know, what it is you do, how it impacts them, and how you can help them at the end of the day. I know 1099 are independent contractors. So um, I was just wondering if you chose that word um, intentionally. So, yes, so let's go back to this idea. You're in your room, you're in your hotel room, you know, and, you know, you at least have a plan. You have, you, you have some kind of overarching, you know, goal or guiding principles or guiding light. Your objective is to have some meaningful conversations. You know, for me, it gets very confusing and I'm just talking about EOS just as an example because I like to, you know, I'm putting myself out there and using myself as an example. When I go down to the A conference, I'm not really there for EOS at all. Um, EOS works with companies 10 to 250 employees. These, these are companies that have more than 250 members in their marketing department. You know, I'm there to, uh, I'll have some copies of my new book, but I'm really there to try and Get marketers to join Alpha Collective. I really, really believe that what our industry needs, what the industry needs, what business needs right now is a professional organization, a safe, strategic home for the best and brightest people that want to figure out exactly where the world is heading Where brands are heading, where technology is heading, and how to be positioned as best as they can to take advantage of it. Helping marketers with Web3 AI and whatever comes next. If I had to just jump to that, I don't even know, by the way, what my business card is, what my name tag is going to be. Does it say Alpha Collective? Maybe it does. I don't know. Or what's Alpha Collective? It's a private community helping marketers with Web3, AI, and whatever comes next. Would you like to join for free? Actually, membership is $2,500 for the year. But if you scan this QR code and you're qualified, I can give you a free pass. That's actually, by the way, my, that is going to be my, my approach. And it's taken me a year and a half just to get to the point. What's Alpha Collective? I help... And, and, you know, the beautiful thing about it is I don't even need to say Alpha Collective is. I can just say I help marketers with Web3, AI, and whatever comes next. Would you like to join? And then I'll include the little... Membership is actually $2,500 per seat for the year. But if you are qualified... I can get you a pass for free. And that is exactly how it's going to be. And it comes down to this idea of, um, you know, I'll, I'll just, in, in, my, in my sessions that I'm doing this week, there are, I'm going to be helping one of my clients develop their core values and also their core focus. And part of that exercise, specifically um, developing core values and core focus, um, is to recognize that when we talk about um, you know that sweet spot between what's called purpose, cause and passion and niche, but specifically with purpose, cause and passion. There are four groups, solving, helping, building, and winning. So there are some, you know, purpose, cause, and passion, your why, why, are, why do you exist, why is your company in business, why are you in business? There are some that are trying to solve problems, They're innovators, trying to fix things that are broken. There are some that want to help people. There are some that want to build things. They engineer the engineering type. And then there are just some people that just want to win and crush. And that is their why. For me, I think it's fairly obvious where I fit in. I'm curious. I like solving problems. I don't really love the idea of building. I think I, you know, I just, I mean, I I have ideas, but I just don't know how. Winning, Uh, it's not that important for me. I mean, for me, if it needed any guesswork, I'm all about helping. I'm all about helping. In fact, that brings me back to this idea of my actual why. I help entrepreneurs business owners and their leadership teams get unstuck, return to growth, and become forever changed. That's how I represent it for EOS. I help marketers with Web3, AI, and whatever comes next. Do you need help? Do you need any help? Or maybe you don't need help. Maybe you've figured it out already. Maybe you've figured out Web3, AI, and whatever comes next. By the way, if you have, what comes next? Of course, again, I'm being a little cheeky. But I think one of the things in this whole process is to talk it out, to think it through, to have a plan, to have some kind of of a point of view. You know, for me... It's weird because if I didn't do the session today, I might have stumbled into the same, th- into the same you know marbles-in-the-mouth challenge because people are going to look at my business card and they're going to be, or my name tag, and go, ooh, what's that? And I forget whether I registered as Joseph Jaffe is not famous, which is a conversation starter. But I have to be very careful, you know, to your point, Tim, to very quickly, and this takes training, and I'm not there yet, I'll be honest. I typically spend way too much time talking about myself. And it's not because I'm egocentric or egotistical or narcissistic. It's because I'm insecure. I'm trying so desperately to, to... validate, to be validated, to say, hey, I'm important enough for you to talk to. But that comes from an insecurity. Are you important enough to talk to me? That's the head trash. So this is my constant, I, want, I don't want to say struggle, but this is my constant goal, to not make it about me, not make it about EOS. What's EOS? I'll tell you, but I'll get to that. But first of all, I'm more interested in you. Tell me a little bit about what you do. I think I, you know, I've, I've heard of your company. You're a startup, right? And of course, the company might say like General Mills. No, seriously, what do you do at General Mills? I do X and Y and Z. Amazing. How's it How's it going right now? These can't be easy times to be a marketer, to to insert whatever the hell you just told me you did, right? No, it isn't because blah, 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 blah. Well, let me ask you a question. Um, what are you doing at the moment with, I mean, I imagine all of marketing is challenging in of itself. I mean, I've been in the space myself for 30 years. Um What are you doing at the moment with AI, with Web3, and quite frankly, whatever comes next? Because you know that that's coming too, right? Well, we're at this and we're testing and we're at this and, you know, like, would you like some help with that? You know, simple questions like that as well. And I'm learning, you know, I got to tell you, like this experience with EOS has been, um, it's been amazing for me. Because every week I'm spending time on BizDev. I've never done this in my life before. And I promise you, like I'm almost, you know, I started this, I think my boot camp was in June. So let's say June 16th, so to July, August, September, October. So I've been doing it for four months and I feel like it's day one every day. The objections that are raised that we do in our in our in our sessions. It's not like it's the first time I've heard them. And yet, you know, like, it's just, it's just so damn hard. But I love it. I love the challenge. But slowly but surely, you get into a thing which is like, you know, would you like some help with that? How can I help? Can I help? I might not be able to. But if I could, would that be something you'd be interested in? Hey, are you here even looking for help? I mean, these are like more just narratives. Do you even think you need help? I mean, the first stage of recovery, right, is admitting there's a problem. But I think all of this comes down to there are some basic principles. And the basic principles are, you know, to to use Tim's word, care. Tim, I feel like that should be an acronym. You want to kind of create the acronym for me? C-A-R-E. I'll tell you the E is empathy. Maybe the R is relatability. C could be consideration uh, what would A be? attention um, I don't know I think we've got we to figure out what the A is but care people don't care much you know until they know much you care empathy is clearly a big one but the other thing I would say is just slow it down You know, as I said, meaningful conversations. I'm self-deprecating. I'm a little bit, I'd be like, listen, I'm not going to lie, you know, to you, but I'm behind on my meaningful conversation quota. I promised myself I would have 3.5 meaningful conversations every hour, and I'm behind. Would you help me hit my quota? Would you help me have a meaningful conversation? I mean, it's a little kind of, you know, it's probably, if you can pull it off, great. But it can also, you know, backfire. Tim said, curiosity, approachability, respect, and enthusiasm. I love it. I'm going to... But I wonder, I wonder whether empathy, empathy or enthusiasm. Empathy or enthusiasm. Um, which one would you say? Oh, I'm loving this conversation. So I'm going to say, I'm, I'm doing it in the cafe chat. Enthusiasm or, or empathy? Um, respect or relatability? That was something I came up with. Um, approachability, I like because I was struggling with that. and I, I absolutely love curiosity. Uh, Curiosity is a fantastic one. Hey, I genuinely want to know about you. Approachability is also this idea of just normalizing, right? Um, Respect. I mean, I I think I might even go back to your respect there. Um, But relatability is, again, it's this ability. You know, I'm just wondering, are approachability and relatability, are they the same thing? In this particular case. In which case, respect is a big one. Respecting your time. I'm going to go back to respect. Um, but I'm, I'm going to change enthusiasm. I like it, but I'm going to change it to empathy. Although, you know, actually, you know, I mean, care is empathy. No, I'm. you know what? I'm actually going to just stay with what you came up with. I actually think you nailed it. Honestly, curiosity, approachability, respect, and enthusiasm. Let me define it. Curiosity, genuinely caring about them, genuinely wanting to know more. I really am interested. Not, you're not just a lead to me. Hell, if we're going to end up working together, I mean, we better like each other. So let me see if, whether you're likable um approachability for me brings in the idea of relatability you know not preaching not you know like this person is this person's just like me this is creating connection and um and bonds and and commonality um you know the the line of, listen, I'm behind in my meaningful conversations quota. My boss is going to kill me. I mean, I'm not a salesperson, but but that makes you a little bit more approachable to be a little bit more self-deprecating. The respect is important because what the respect does is it says, I respect your time. I respect your position. I respect where you're coming from. I respect the fact that you probably must be swarmed right now with people just like me trying to uh, pitch you. So respect for time is one of the most powerful things. Hey, listen, I'm not going to take too much of your time. I know that we probably have two or three minutes together right now. My goal is to make sure that these are memorable moments or memorable minutes. And then, you know, the E, why replace replaced your empathy with enthusiasm. I mean, I didn't replace it. Why I didn't replace your enthusiasm is I like the enthusiasm. You're right, passion. I'm here because I want to be here. I really love what I do. I genuinely want to help marketers with Web3, AI, and whatever comes next. I've been coming to this A&A event for years and seeing the same questions and problems and challenges. Everyone is stuck. No one can move forward. But I believe in a better way. I believe we can break through. That's why I continue to do what I do. I love what I do. I love working with people like you. I mean, again, not making it too much about myself. It's a danger. But yeah, I I agree curiosity, approachability, respect, enthusiasm. Ultimately, that comes together in terms of care. And it builds in empathy. Fantastic. Beautiful. Um, Is this a mastermind, by the way? Is this what a mastermind is? I don't know. As I said, I'm having my first one um, this week. You know, and the reality is, when all is said and done, when you're sitting, you know, at the Admiral's Club, when you're sitting on the plane, when you're looking at all those business cards, maybe the answer is do do the do the checklist. Did you hit curiosity, approachability, respect and enthusiasm? Did you demonstrate your care? Did you demonstrate your concern? Did you demonstrate your empathy? Were you memorable? Or were you just one of 10,000 salespeople that swarmed the floor? And there are some fundamentals, as I said. By the way, shout out to Priscilla, um, who's on LinkedIn. There are some fundamentals, right? Singularity, focus. You know, it's okay to... to Stand in the mirror and basically say, look, here are all the, you know, here are all the things that I struggle with. Let's try and solve them one for one. I'm insecure. I want to prove myself. Okay, how do we get over that? It's why some people have personal coaches too. It's why people role play. It's why people are part of cohorts and, you know, and, and small groups. Support groups, it's why people have accountability partners. All of this is new to me. I never had any of this stuff before COVID. I just was a lone wolf. I was like a mercenary. I just did everything by myself. I didn't realize how much fun it would be to actually have help. Surprise, surprise. And, uh, yeah, it's refreshing, actually. So that's my goal, right? And I do. You know, I'm going down to the ANA conference and I have 400 of these cards, that these little business cards that offer marketers a free pass to Alpha Collective. And it's going to take a lot of work. But if I can get 100 of the world's leading CMOs or members of their team involved in the collective, that, you know, even if they're not paying at least it creates a little bit of critical mass. It gives an incentive to someone to pay in order to connect with those people. It's not a revolutionary business model or approach, but that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going down there and I'm being very, very laser focused, but not so intense. I'm going to have meaningful conversations. I'm going to always have these cards in my pocket. I'm going to make sure I've I've thought this through in my head. When I sit down at lunch or dinner, I'm just going to walk around and say, Hi, everyone. I just want to give you each one of these cards. Maybe we'll get a chance to discuss this later. But I'm just going to do that. Eight people at a table for lunch, another eight people at dinner. I'm going to walk up and down in the morning when, when, when the conference opens, just walk up and down the aisles, and just every four or five um, seats, I'm going to put down one of these cards. And I'm going to see what happens. I've got nothing to lose. I've got everything to gain. And it's funny, you know, it's one of the heresies I wrote about in Built to Suck. I said, what if you gave away your product for free and still no one wanted it? I mean, they call that the newspaper industry today. But, you know, that's... I'm going to get to live my own heresy wait a second, what's the catch here? I'm like, there's no catch. No, hang on a second. There's got to be a catch. You're giving me away... You're giving away a full one-year membership pass worth $2,500 for free? I suspect a rat. Well, actually, you got me. I'm hoping that if I can get enough of you rats aboard, we'll get more (laughs) rats. I'm joking. Um... Maybe in that situation is to be able to say, hey, listen, you know, there is a catch. Well, the catch is, you're the catch, actually. (laughs) You're the catch. Trying to bring aboard a hundred of the world's greatest leading chief marketing officers and thinkers. Are you one of them? If so, come aboard And then hopefully we'll be able to get some people to pay as well. And with that money, we can actually focus on great content and community management and a talent exchange and events. Wouldn't that be great? Isn't that worth your free time? It sounds, again, so much easier when you actually articulate it this way. But then again, I'm relaxed right now. I'm calm. I'm slowing things down. I'm thinking things through. I'm not at the bar where people are like, ooh, what do you do? Hmm. Eos. What's Eos? In a way, when people even say that to you, they're actually attempting to disarm you they now have the upper hand because they've mispronounced your name, maybe even intentionally. Gee, if I had a dollar for every time I've heard the name EOS, I'd be a billionaire. It's actually EOS. Do you want to know what it stands for? Yeah, it's not important. Okay, fine. Fine. Generally, the point is to take away the anxiety from networking. Because whether we're introverted, extroverted, introverted, extroverts, extroverted, introverts, whatever, there's still always a sense of anxiety. I mean, we all want to get to the point where we are the bell of the ball, where everybody wants a piece of us, where everybody wants to buy what we're selling. But it's never going to, it's utopia. We're never going to get there. We're never going to be so unbelievably compelling and amazing that everyone just, you know, the pipe. It's just, it's just a pipe dream. It's just a pipe dream. However, just like there is a, a lid to every pot, just like there is a soulmate, just like you know, there, there are, and this is again where. The anxiety starts to um, um, dissipate. Right, there are eight billion people out there searching for me. The only problem is they don't know I exist yet. That's how I still think about it. With Joseph Jaffe, he's not famous, or just the ability to say, you know what? For EOS, I'm looking for, I'm looking for twelve to 15 clients, 12 to 15 clients, that's it, that's it, suddenly it feels a little bit less anxiety-inducing when you realize you're just looking for 12 to 15, yeah, now, to get there, you're going to have to have hundreds of conversations You're going to have to, you know, reverse engineer your funnel, no doubt. But if you begin with the end in mind, you have the ability to relax, have a plan, you know, have a process. Um, You know, as I call this, this is the networking journey. Determine at every level and step of that process when things fall down. Where the holes are, where the disconnects are, where the potholes are, where the obstacles are, and conversely, these catalyst moments or these, um, you know, these springboard moments as well. All right, uh, Slick says, sounds like grassroots marketing with flyers. Why not? For situations like that, have an entertaining response because you were at the right place at the right time. I use the mindset: don't be someone's no. Um, <laughs> I like all of those thoughts, so for those of you that were in discord today, we had a nice group as well um building our discord back. I actually did this in LinkedIn as well a little bit today uh, what I've been noticing is it's going to take time, I think for us to create and see if LinkedIn live has that momentum. but what I have noticed and I'll mention this to you as I'm as I'm monitoring it is... The actual post itself, the actual um, notification itself gets, you know, I think Friday's had over a 1,000 views. Uh, I don't know how many people listened, but that's just an interesting, but I'm going to keep monitoring that. Final uh, point just to let you know um, for the, for our regulars um, is that this week I'm going to be a little spotty because I am doing coaching sessions all day, Tuesday and Wednesday, um, So I may just be in for like um, 8 to 8.15, probably not in LinkedIn, but most likely um, 8 to 8.15 and then let you continue in Discord if you choose. Um, And then, of course, you know, as I said, next week uh, I'm going to be at this conference. So Tuesday through Friday, um, I will almost certainly, um, unless I'm just quickly just, you know, uh, logging on. So if you all want to informally keep it going, uh, please feel free to do so. If you want to organize yourselves, if anyone wants to, you know, choose and, and keep the days going, um, feel free to do so. Um, I've also just realized that it's okay to miss one or two, even though we've had such an amazing streak. Um, you know, I'm always going to try and even just just for the sake of keeping the streak going, even just log in for a minute, even just to say, hey, I logged in for a second or a minute, um, even if no one was there. Uh, but that's just me, you know, being a little pedantic. But anyway, have a great day, everyone. And I will see you all um, tomorrow just for, you know, briefly. But I'll be here. Bye, everyone. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.